Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. Yeah, welcome back to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. Just a quick reminder, this show comes in two formats, real talk, just me and the mic sharing what's going on in the world and how that could have an impact on your business. And then there's success talks. That's where I get to interview some of the people that are at the highest level in their respected field, and they share with you what has made them successful. They'll also share with you the challenges that they've faced along the way. Yeah, today's going to be a little bit different. I get a lot of questions asking, people asking, Jeremy, well, tell us about your journey. And I'd love to tell it, but I'd, I'd like to be interviewed about it because you know, I have my own set story that I'd like to share with you. And sometimes you know, I might not reveal all the pieces. And I want to be able to do that for you today. And so I've brought on John Altick. You heard him last week. He's the broker owner of JLA Realty. John's going to be interviewing me today. So I'm going to turn it over to you, John. John, welcome to the show again. Thank you. This is exciting. I, I love being on the other side of this and where I get to interview you. That's, uh, that's I'm, a, I'm a little scared. I, I, have to, <laughs> I have to say, I don't know what's coming. Talk about role reversal here. You know, before I dive into this, I want your listeners to know, you know, I've known Jeremy since I got into the real estate business in 07. He was already established then. Um, we've been compadres in this business for a long time. And, and it's been fun to watch him do what he's done. And I think it's a real testament to who people are and what we're all capable of. So let's dive into Jeremy. Let's ask him some questions and uh, let's, let's see what we can learn from it. So you guys all know, Jeremy, you listen to his podcast, right? He's, he's been doing real estate in some form or fashion since 04. Um, he's got this, um, you know, he's a published author with Survive Scale Soar. Um, he, he also has obviously built this huge coaching business. So let's, let's find out how he got here. So Jeremy, when I met you, you were a realtor, then you became a, a kind of a trainer and a recruiter within the company you were with. And that's where we were really, we were going head to head at that time. So tell me a little bit about your progression from, from beginning newbie realtor. What did you do before real estate? How did you get into real estate? And then what, tell me how that progression looked. I was I was one of those guys that just kind of jumped off the cliff. You know, I, I had $5,000 to my name. Uh, I was married at the time. And I, I had this crazy idea that I was going to go do real estate. How that came about was from my realtor. Uh, the realtor that helped me, his name was Earl Hell, uh, helped me buy my first home, uh, my wife and I. And in passing, Earl said, hey, you would make a great realtor. And so I heard that. And I was like, you know, I've never really had anybody say something like that to me. I'm going to go become a realtor. And I, at the time, I was working at the Lake Houston YMCA. I'd, I'd taken that as a job. I'd done an internship through college at AM. I got to the YMCA, did that for a couple of years. And, you know, it was, I think it was just timing. You know, God works in mysterious ways and puts people in your life for a certain reason. And that was Earl Hell at the time. And, and six months later, I was a realtor. I didn't know what I was doing. First day on the on the job, I got a listing. Two weeks later, I sold it to the neighbor across the street. And I was like, man, this is going to be easy. <laughs> it took another, it took another six words. months. 
yeah. <laughs> took another six months and before I had my next sale and I, I realized, that, okay, I, I've got to learn how to be a business owner. Now, I grew up um, in, a, in a house of entrepreneurs. My dad was a master plumber, owned his own business. Uh, my grandparents owned an antique shop in Wimberley, Texas. And so everybody that I was around in family had always built built their own business. So I had the experience. I knew it wasn't going to be as easy as I thought it was because I'd been through tough times. Right. And um, so that's that's how I got my start, though, is it was a simple conversation. And next thing you know, licensed. You know, what I like about that is that sometimes um, we, we have a hard time looking in the mirror and, and figuring out where we want to go, but we don't want to listen to the people around us. And, and, and what I like about that is you listen to somebody that saw something in you that you hadn't seen in yourself. And I think we all need to keep our, our, our ears open at all parts of our life, because had you not listened, where would you be today? I'd probably still be working at the YMCA, so <laughs> be honest. Uh, so you, you, you're a realtor, you're doing your thing. And then you kind of moved into a more of a manager leader type role within that company. So, so what prompted that? Uh, I've always been a leader in everything that I've done. You know, I was, I was in Boy Scouts and, you know, at any level in school, I, I was always looked to as, as a leader. I always wanted to be, be a leader. And again, they, you know, the people that I was working for in that organization, they saw the leadership qualities. I was, I was serving in some leadership roles already, you know, not necessarily running in the organization, uh, but at the agent level. And, the, and they saw that in me and identified um, that in me. And, you know, it didn't work out at that, at that place I was located at. I actually moved to another location in Houston and took on, on a leadership role. Um, I just wanted to do something more. And I felt like I kind of maxed out my potential as an, as an agent. I was an individual agent. I didn't have a team. And I just wanted to do more because I, I'm also a person that likes to impact people. And I saw the need to impact people in the real estate industry that just weren't getting it. And uh, so for me, it was, it was a, a mission. You know, we all have a calling. I, I believe our businesses are callings. And that was my calling that, that I had is to to go out and be a leader to, to agents and help them be successful in, in their businesses. So what I just heard there was your why changed. When you first got your real estate license, your why was, is I want to go out here and make money and, and build my business. But as you, as you went through that, your why changed to, I want to impact other agents. And I think that that speaks volumes on the leadership level that you, your, your why changed, right? A lot of times people's whys don't change. It's hard to move if your why doesn't change. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm really big on on dating the why, you know, date date the why because you know it's it's going to be a different season. I got kids, I know you've got kids, and my why is going to be very different even next year as my daughter goes off to college, and then it's going to change again when my son goes off to college in three years. Yep. And you, you can't progress unless you change it. I love that attitude. So um, we're gonna we're gonna go back here and and talk about you know your your progression through that. You're managing people and you're in a leadership type role. And then you took that big step. You took that big step to go 100% out on your own in this coaching venture. Tell me your mindset here. You kind of had you kind of had it good, man. Like you you were comfortable. You had this gig going on, well respected in the real estate business. You're doing your thing. What made you decide? You know what? I'm going to pivot and I'm going to go jump off this cliff on my own, and I'm going to go in this direction of coaching. Tell me where your mind was and what you're thinking when you did that. 
Oh, well, there's a lot to unpack between that that decision and and um, go, of going out on my own and when I went to, to leadership. Uh, when I went to leadership, I initially went in to, to recruit and I was, I was very good at it. In, in fact, one year I recruited 104 people uh, to, to a brokerage office. And, you know, it was, it, I got very skilled in it. And it was also when I was introduced to coaching. And it was for this organization, I was one of the first in the, in the greater Houston area to step in, into this role. And, you know, and I moved a couple times in there as well, because these, these offices were independently owned and operated. And I moved between some offices. So I was in Houston, and then it was in the Woodlands, and, and then, you know, came back to Kingwood. And a lot happened during those times of, of growth that I realized, you know, I was, I was shackled in, in some way, uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't go to my fullest potential. And, um, you know, I think part of it was just the way the, the position and the roles were set, set up. Um, you know, it really, it really strung, strung me as, you know, being able to manage in one case, you know, over 400 agents, and then also expected to be in these other roles of, of coaching and recruiting and, you know, the, the master of uh, the jack of all trades is the master of none, right? And um, it, it got to a point where I, I really needed as a person to figure out what do I enjoy? Yep. And what I really enjoyed was the coaching aspect. And I've been coaching, you know, now I've coached over 13,000 hours since 2010. And I really enjoyed having those one-on-one conversations with individuals and seeing the change and the impact of, of sometimes just the simplest things, just moving the needle slightly. And so I got to a point where I realized in order to do that, I'm going to have to leave behind everything that I've done and known. Yeah. And so in 2017, you know, I, I made that decision. It was a tough decision. Um, there's a lot of people that were upset about it. Uh, there's a lot of people that didn't understand um, because I, I was, I was doing well financially. I was doing well. Um, I was taken care of, um, I was taking care of my people and, you know, it just, it was a decision I had to make for myself. And what I, what I've realized in doing that is when you want to do something big and exciting, people aren't going to understand it. And, and that's okay. At first it wasn't okay. I took it very personal. Um, and I'd be lying to say, there's times today that I sometimes take it personal, <laughs> yeah. uh, but initially at the beginning, because of some of the things that were said yep, and very hurtful things that, that came from people that I, I respected at a very high level. Now there's also great people I left behind. Lots of great, that, those, those far outnumbered the few. And so, you know, it was one of those things that it was like, it was time, but I had to do it for me not anybody else. I'd do it for my family, not anybody else. You know, I, I, we talked about it on my call with you, you know, that's, that's hard because there are those people that their idea of support is to tear you down, right? They think they're doing you a favor by telling you you can't do it, or they're angry with you and, you know, trying to change either. They're just, they, they try to squash your dreams because their dreams don't match those. Right. And it's, I know I found, and I think you can talk to this as you find really who's in your corner when you make a move like that who who truly was there and in your corner and in sometimes it's eye opening right i mean there's some people that weren't in your corner that opened your that was just, you couldn't believe it 
right? I mean, that's a tough part of that. So you left behind this safety net. That's what you did, right? I mean, you had this nice parachute attached to your back. You had this safety net below you. You jumped off a cliff, no parachute, no safety net, no harness. You jumped off with, with just a big dream. Obviously, you had experience, so that's kind of a safety net, but you still jumped off that cliff. Talk to me about the conversations at your house with your wife. Talk about me, the conversations in your own head at night, the things that kept you awake. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think initially my wife, my, my wife, first of all, she's hundred percent supportive of any decision I make. Uh, she knows that I'm not going to make a decision that's going to harm us. Uh, might cause us some pain, but it's not going to harm us. And so she knows I'm an entrepreneur by heart. Um, nobody can rein me in. And so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, we had that conversation and, and, you know, it took, took us back to 2004 when I started in real estate and jumped off a cliff. I was, you know, it's like, if I could do it then, you know, I've got all this experience now and in, in support system that I have created. I've got all these great connections. I could do this again. And so my wife said, if that's what you want to do, do it. Um, one of the benefits I had was I already had coaching clients and that made the decision to move with me. So it wasn't that I went to zero right away. Now that came very quickly because I didn't have the attachment to that organization anymore. So I had to go, I was, I'm out in a whole brand new world, bigger, bigger fishbowl though. And, but I didn't have the the audience that I had before, because once I closed that door, there was, there's zero support that came, came from that organization other than the clients that I had and friends, friends of still today. So, you know, my wife said, go do it. Like, just, just don't fail. And I'm like, there's no option. You know, there is no option to this. It's, it's going to work. And so, you know, a big part of it is, is faith. And when you have that passion and, and the faith behind it, you know, I, I knew God was going to take care of me. And so that's, that's what happened. 2017, packed my stuff, stuff up at the organizational office. You know, people were like, where, where are you moving to? I'm like, I'm, I'm gone. This is it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And um, I, I said, I just, I have to do this for me. And so I, I left. Um, temporarily hung my, my license with another organization, uh, just because I, I wasn't quite sure yet if I was going to still do some production on the side. Uh, but then a year later after that, I, I've been placed that inactive and just went, went hundred percent in on, on Red Hawk coaching. So, so two big key takeaways there is you, um, you went all in, right? You, you went, you went all in, you didn't, you didn't have that backup plan. In place. No plan B, no plan C. Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the challenges. And you did it with faith. And you talk about faith in God, but you also had faith in yourself. And I think that's one area that I see a lot of people struggle with is, you know, they don't truly believe they can do it. You have got to believe in you because you there are times, even when your wife is as supportive as she is, you're the only one believing in your crazy ideas because you're afraid to even tell anybody about your crazy ideas. So I, I love that. Um that let's just do this, right? Now. Talk to me about, you know, you you had, you know, for years you had an office to work out of. You got up, you got dressed, you went to work every day, right? You had a place to be, you had hours to put in. Um, you pack all that up and you go home, which is a very different mindset to set up an office at your house 
and to get up, get dressed, go to work every day. Talk me through that. Yeah. So I was home before COVID was cool. I was using Zoom before COVID, you know, COVID made it awesome. Um, you know, so I, you know, I moved home. I took, we had a spare bedroom. Uh, we're leaving, living in Green Tree at that time. And, and I just, I, I made that my office. So I got myself a, a stand-up desk and microphone. And I was like, that's all I need to go to get started. And I just need to now start setting appointments. Uh, it is a different mindset, though. You have to be prepared for that. And I think, especially with the direction the real estate industry is going, you're seeing less and less people going into offices. You see these big monster offices that it's ghost town now. Um, you know, it's just a very different time. And, you know, at that time, you know, it was it was different for me. I was used to being around people, people coming in, the energy that that provided. And there's some really good things about that, that you know, I, I even miss at, at times. And so you got to be more purposeful to fulfill, you know, fill those buckets up uh, when you're working at home. So, you know, your network there changes up a little bit. Uh, you're setting lunch appointments and you're getting out of the house. You're, you're doing things to, to fill, fill the buckets. Um, but it was different. Uh, you, you know, you're talking into a camera, you have one other person on the other side of it. Uh, at that time I was doing zoom. Now I do all, all of them by phone. It just, it's easier. Uh, but at that time I was doing Zoom. And so we'd, we'd have these conversations just like we're having right now. And uh, it was all in a little 10 by 10 area. I decorated it up. I, I put stuff on the wall to, you know, for the people that were watching. And I had stuff on the wall that was on the other side of the camera that was for me uh, to remind me that, you know, I, I am a great coach. You know, I'm doing great things. Uh, my vision board was was over there. And so it, it kept me focused on what I needed needed to do. Cause it's really easy when you're at home. Oh, well, I got to do some laundry or, you know, I, I saw that bush up front need to be trimmed. I, you find a million different things to do other than work. And so you had to get very disciplined with the way that you used your time. Oh, well, you got to get intentional, right? You talk about setting those lunch appointments. You were intentionally doing that. So you could fill that void of the people side, the, the, the one-on-one interaction. Um, and I, I think working from home is a great challenge for a lot of people. They don't think it is. They think it's amazing, right? Until they realize that, like you said, that load of laundry or getting dinner in the crock pot can, be, and I know you love to cook, um, you could get distracted by throwing some brisket on your grill. We all know you're a big, big grill guy. And you could eat up two hours of your day that wasn't productive, right? And then that gets mentally, that's in your head. I didn't do enough today and I didn't fulfill what I'm supposed to do. So I think that piece of it, watching your growth through that, I don't, a lot of people don't understand how hard that is to go from being in an office every day in an office environment around people um, that keep you focused on one level. Now, obviously too many people in an office can unfocus you too, but then to go home and then find that, that being intentional, what that really looks like is difficult. Yeah. It's, um, it's not easy. I mean, it, it, it's very quiet. Like in my house right now, kids are at school. You know, my wife work, does work from home. She's got a flex schedule. So, but she's not home today. So there's like, there's no sound in the house even. It, it It's just, it's quiet. So you got to, you know, fill those voids, you know, put on some music, you know, or something that doesn't necessarily distract you, but just keeps you focused and intentional following your calendar. That's the biggest thing is having that schedule and, and following it. And when, when I, the days that I do that, you know, I do it very well. At the end of the day, whether I got a new client or not, uh, whether I, I got everything accomplished or not, I feel like I'm accomplished. And I can I can go out of the office, shut the door, not go back in it, leave the work alone. 
And that's the other thing. If you work from home, don't work from your couch. Don't work from your dining room table. You have to have a committed space to do your work. And then you have to leave it there. And, you know, realtors are the worst, right? They'll, they'll oh, work yeah. all hours of the night. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, why are you missing your kids' games? Like, yeah. you know, and they, these are all choices. And it's because yeah. they're not following a schedule and they're allowing things like cooking the brisket or doing the laundry. They're allowing those things to fill the day when they should have been, you know, lead generating or meeting with clients. I think you touched on something huge. You got to have a dedicated space to work and then you've got to force yourself to fill your calendar. If your calendar says work on marketing for eight hours, it isn't going to work. That's not filling your calendar. That's 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 a weird time blocking that doesn't work. You know, I, I, I've noticed in some of our calls, you you have very specific times that you are available, right? And these this is my time. Hey, I got this, this, and this because you're filling up your schedule. Therefore, you can't get sidetracked. When you know the accountability that you're putting into place is the person on the other side of that call is keeping you accountable, right? Yep. And, and I think that's where a lot of people struggle with that piece of it. Um, making sure that you're filling you. So you've, you've done a great job when you talk about 13,000 hours of coaching. You've, been, you've filled your schedule hard, but that also holds you accountable. Um, so as you've progressed over, you know, your coaching, you, you jumped off the cliff, you got it started and, and, and obviously you've had success. Talk to me about those, those either periods of your business where you felt like I'm not doing enough or I'm not growing at the same rate, or it's not what I wanted it to be. Um, talk to me about that and how you work through that mentally to get on the other side. Yeah, it's, it's um, one, having a coach. As a coach, I have a coach. Um, I think that's that's really important. Um, you know, I, having a supportive spouse, you know, somebody that that's willing to to listen to you. And and let me let me say something here. I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes I'll talk more about my business than our lives together. And so there's there's got to be some balance balance there. But having that spouse that is supportive, um, and she's she is my rock because it it's not all easy. You know, I I'll have. I'll have random conversations with people like the people from the past where I worked pop in and say some really mean things. And it's like, I, I don't, I haven't even talked to you in five years and just, they, they felt like they had to say something. Um, I've had times where there's one day that I lost five coaching clients. It was five, five coaching clients within about three hours. And they just called and they said, you know, really appreciate, you know, we've been coaching for two years, three years together, ready to take the next step. And, but it all happened on the same day. And but it rains and pours, right? It, it was offered offer different reasons. None of them were bad. Um, it, it was just, you know, it, the alignment, you know, the stars and the sun, the moon were all in alignment that day. And so, you, you know, you get into those situations where you, you maybe doubt yourself a little bit. You're like, okay, what did happen? What could I have done? You know, why hadn't I backfilled that? Um, you know, all those conversations that, that self-talk that could be negative. And it's good to have, you know, two to three people in your life where you can turn to them and have those type of conversations. And, and that's with any business owner. I encourage you to, to find two or three people and it may, may or may not be your spouse. I, I chose to have my spouse and she's, she's okay with that. Um, but you don't want to go spew it to the world. I see people get on social media and complain about how bad things are. And how, 
and they don't realize they're they're putting the nail in the coffin uh, because well we'll take real estate it's any small business but we'll take real estate and agent goes has a bad day they put it all out there their whole sphere of influence is probably following them on social media whether they're engaging with them or not and they see that and maybe they're thinking about buying a home or they're thinking about listing their home they are not going to choose you they are not going to choose you because they don't want that baggage to come along when you're when they're dealing with the largest asset in their life and they want it to go perfect. Yep. And, yep. and so I, during those times I couldn't go out there and say, Hey, these are all the bad things that are happening. You know, today I lost five clients. You know, I need to go to the people that I had confidence in those people that could share with me and build me back up and say, Hey, this is what's happening. And, and they've, they've got to be for you. They cannot be against you. you know, it'd be well, easy for my, and I'm going to stop you there because I think you just, this may be the biggest nugget that comes out of this. I think as an, any entrepreneur, whether you're a realtor, because you're an entrepreneur, whether you're running any business, you are an island. You have to create those people that are your, your you know, the, they're the ships that come take you off that island from time to time. And it can't be everybody on social media. It's those true, tried and true, trusted people that are honest with you, but also that hold you accountable but also support you and, and are there when, because you're going to have a day where you lose five clients. You're going to have a day where everything that could go wrong went wrong. And if you internalize that and you don't have somebody to talk to, you're not going to make it very long in, in any business. So that's big that, nugget right there. Big oh, it's, nugget. It's huge. And, and I think that, and I didn't say that they have to be honest with you. And, and sometimes that honesty burns, but you know where it's coming from. And so, you know, they're, they're just trying to help you. And yep. we've got to be able to, we, we got to be able to decipher that because sometimes we think, oh, they're just hating on us. So they don't want us to succeed or they're going to burn us. They want to burn us down. And sometimes there are people out there that truly, honestly care about you. That circle is going to be very small. Very. Uh, it's, you can put it, you can put it in the palm of your hand, right? I mean, yeah. yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say between you and I for, share very large networks. I mean, you have thousands and thousands of, of, of people, you know, but you, that, that network you're talking about fits, fits right here. fits right here. Even though, you know, hundreds and maybe thousands and thousands of people, I'm the same way that, that fits right here because you know, those people have your best interest in mind. Yeah. I hate, I hate Facebook calls it friends, you know, <laughs> friends, somebody I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a whole nother conversation and have my feelings on that, but you know, it, it's going to, it's three people in my life. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yep. I, I wouldn't go to and anybody else with something like that. I think for everybody listening to this, you need to take that. You know, I preach it all the time. You got to have that that core group of people that have your back that you can call at any time that are going to be honest with you and support you because you can't do this on your own. I don't think you can do life on your own. I mean, and yeah, sometimes that's your spouse. It may not always be your spouse. Um, and that's okay, depending on what your spouse does. And if their level of stress is super high, it may not be that person. And that's okay, as long as there's a mutual understanding there that you but you got to have those people. And they don't necessarily need to be in your industry. They don't need to, Jeremy, I guarantee you, your, co your, your three are not coaches. I'm pretty sure they're not real estate coaches or business coaches, right? They don't have to know what you do. And sometimes it's better that they don't. It's that they can take an objective look from 35,000 feet. And that's what you've mastered there or you wouldn't be here today you wouldn't have made it you wouldn't have made it so I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah you know talking about people and and you you know like you said 
thousands and thousands of hours of coaching. Um, what is it? That one thing is you talk to, to, to agents and business owners across the country. They're in different markets. They're at different levels of their life. They come from all walks of life, right? Some have degrees, some don't. Some have, some have sales backgrounds, some don't. Some have corporate backgrounds, some don't. <clears throat> What's that one thing that you see consistently that though that group needs to work on? It seems to always be glaring in the majority of the people that you're coaching when they you're diving into their coaching and you're getting them started and you're starting to learn about them, it just becomes that red flag or that beacon that you're like, yep, here we go. We need to work on this. Is there's that one thing that we all need to work on and maybe we've not come to terms with it? Yeah, I, I think, you know, you always hear you know, the other organization I could have easily gone and coach coach. They had another coaching organization built within it that I could have easily gone to and, and, been in, um, but it it wasn't the style of coaching that I think was needed. Because if you go to most coaching organizations, especially in real estate, you're going to hear lead generation, number one, lead generation. And that's great, but I think it's putting the, the cart before the horse. And I, where I see most people struggle is schedule. If they could schedule out their day, and, and this is, I, I use an acronym, this was from a former coach, so I can't take credit for it. I wish I could but the acronym of life. And so, you know, scheduling things, L stands for love. So putting your relationships on the calendar, you know, when your, when's your kid's game, uh, when is date night, all those things, when am I going to hang out with friends at the lake? Those things are going to go on first. I, improvement. So what are you doing every day, 15 to 30 minutes to improve yourself? You know, it could be watching a, a video on YouTube. It could be reading a book. Um, it could be studying something that you'd like to do one day, but you're stretching the way that you think. And then F stands for fitness and nutrition. This is the one I battle with the most. Um, you know, making sure that I'm eating at the right times, not skipping meals, making sure I'm getting to the gym, getting my exercise in. That goes next. And then your business goes on there. Because if you don't have relationships, if you're not improving yourself, if you're not working on your health, right? Health is wealth. You know, we can work a lot longer in our lives and, and have longevity in our businesses if our health is taken care of. Um, and then it's business. And I think most people have those reversed. When you, 100%. When you, when you see people struggling and you see people burning out and you see people not growing, they've got them reversed. They, they, they put business first and, and it then second is a, a long distance down here. Right. And, and, and yeah, I mean, I've never heard that. I've never heard that, but I love that acronym because, you know, I, I think as I look at people, myself included, we all struggle with that whole scheduling organization, time management piece. I think it is the, the big elephant in the room and it's, we don't talk about it enough. So I wondered if that's where you were going to go as I was putting my my questions together to interview you. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to have the same thought process I do here. Yeah, everybody so, Everybody else will say lead generation. That just, it, it burns me every time I hear it. And there's a lot of these coaching organizations and they're not they're not overly bad. They, they have good intentions. Um, it's just that a lot of them will coach solely to the business. I take I take the approach of it's life and business. You can't have one without the other. And well, if you're if you're working too many hours, your your life is suffering. Your your relationships are suffering. If you spend too much time over here with family and you're having all this fun and traveling and you're wondering why your business 
Well, it's because you're too far over here. There's no such thing as balance either, by the way. There's counterbalance. There's going to be times where you might be, be digging into your, your business, and but you need to make sure you don't stay there. There might be times you're digging into life, but you can't stay there. You've got to be able to move back and forth. And that's where I see when I'm coaching people, there's a lot of things going on in life that are impacting their business. They're great business people. It's the things happening in life that's impacting their business. I say it all the time. They two go hand in hand. You can't have a great business unless the rest of your life's in order and, and vice versa, right? I mean, you've, you've got it. You they, they, they go hand in hand. I see it all the time. <clears throat> so, you know, leave us with some some knowledge here, Jeremy. Talk to me about, because I, I love the, what you just made a comment here that you coach, but you're a life coach that does business as well. I think that's huge, right? And I think for everybody watching here, um, business coaching, I think is a dirty word to me because if your life's not in order, it doesn't work. So if you're out here looking for a coach, you need to talk to Jeremy, number one, because the life piece of coaching, it's gotta be real. It's gotta be honest and it's gotta be on point. And it's the one thing everybody struggles with, but no, very few coaching programs address the life side of your, of your world. Uh, but, but Jeremy, leave us with some nugget here. Like, I've been watching this. I'm hearing your story. You've got me excited. You left a corporate world to dive into uh, this real estate thing. And then you wanted your why changed and you grew and you're out here doing these things. So, so I'm sitting over here on the other side and I'm thinking, all right, I'm motivated. I can do this. Give me that piece of nugget that's going to get me to jump. Okay. I, you jumped off a cliff without a very good parachute. Give me that nugget that's going to go with that. You, you've got to get into action. You need to put it, you need to put a plan together and then you need to, instead of sitting around thinking about your plan, and that's where I see a lot of people make the mistake. They sit around and think about it. They tweak it and they, they do all these other things, but until you actually go out and execute, you've got to execute the plan. And the longer you wait, the more likely that dream is to, to die, uh, to, to be quite honest. And, and I see it happen all the time. And, you know, especially in the real estate industry, it's, you know, somebody will, will come in and, you know, this is typically with that new agent, they'll come in and they're excited. Uh, they got through their classes. They think they know everything about real estate. They know nothing yet. And, they, you know, they start down that path and they're, they're planning and they're like, I got to go to another training and I got to do this and I got to do all things. All those are important, yet they don't execute on the key things that are going to move them to being a successful business owner, which is the lead generation. It is you know, going out and writing, writing offers and getting contracts and, and closing contracts. And so, you know, there is a reality to the business that that must happen if you want your bank account to grow and it's, it's action. And, and so I would encourage people that are listening today, everything that's happened in my life, every step that I've take, taken, I had a plan. I didn't wait. I took action immediately. I could have waited months on, I could have been like, oh, you know, I'm going to plan out my coaching program, what this is going to look like and, you know, silo all these different things and, and, you know, take two years to plan it. I made the decision and less than a month later, I took action. You know, and, anything and your plan wasn't perfect either, was it? No, no. It, gosh, it was far from perfect. You know, you, you go and you start things, um, start, start one right now with you and, and building a, building a real estate network, you know, there's, there's been some little bumps already and that it's okay. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even known those bumps existed if I didn't take action. 
right? It wouldn't even, we wouldn't even be considering or talking about it. So I, I think for, for the business owner today that's hearing this, whether you're in real estate, it doesn't matter what small business, make the plan. Don't spend a lot of time on it. I coach a one, one page business plan. It's not rocket science. Go out and execute it. Like, don't wait. Don't wait. Say, oh, I'm going to start next week. No, start today. What is the one thing you could do today to move you closer to your goal? That's huge. And, and I, you know, gosh, the, 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 for those of you watching, really taking the time to pull the nuggets out of this call because there's so much here. And, and even myself, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm going to go ahead and guilty. Like I have these great ideas and sometimes I, I don't get them into play fast enough or I, I overthink them. Like sometimes we overthink that idea. We overthink that plan or we let other people talk us out of it. Right. Oh, no, no you know, make your plan, get it down and then execute. I think that's huge. And I, I, I know for a fact, if more people would just do that piece, are you, is it going to be a hundred percent when you, when you start execution? No, you're going to fail. You're going to, you're going to run into the door, you're going to stub your toe, all that, but, but your execution then leads to the, 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 the tweaking of the plan to get even further along. You got you got to put it into play. Action! That's huge. I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a I'd rather have a stub toe than a, a broken dream. Absolutely right. Absolutely, uh, Jeremy. It's been a pleasure to watch you grow. Right, and 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 I love as an entrepreneur watching people jump off those cliffs and grow and find themselves and find your why and find find you in your business. And I think you've done that in 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 a way that we can all watch and admire and get excited about. But I also know this. You're just scratching the surface. That's what I love about you. Even though you've been doing this, you've been doing this real estate thing since 04, right? Get, get people get your hands around how long that is. And he's still, he's still tweaking. He's still growing. His why keeps changing. And, and I, I want everybody on here to think about that. Am I just sitting still doing nothing? Because when I talk to Jeremy and we have these, these brainstorm sessions, his his ideas are way out here. He isn't slowing down of anything. He's speeding up, and I think that's another key takeaway as you as you watch Jeremy. Anything else you want to leave us with, my friend? Yeah, I, I just I appreciate you taking the time, and and I, you know I said I've said things today that I I haven't said to others, and uh, so I hope that you know giving that sneak peek, um, kind of behind the curtain. We all like to put that curtain up, and uh, we're we're all guilty of that. But you know, being able to take some of the, some of those things, maybe that I shared with you, and if if that helps move you today, and that means the world to me. I, I feel like I win. And um, you know, if people want to do business with me, that's great. Uh, I'd love the opportunity to talk to you about coaching. Uh, reach out to me. It's RedHawkCoaching.com. I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can book an appointment on the website, or you know, I've started the Red Hawk Partner Network, powered by JLA Realty. And we're growing really fast. Seven partners uh, may have an eighth one today and may two, maybe two more by the end of the week. And this thing's really growing. And it's because I think people are excited about the opportunity. And I have the, I am thoroughly excited about the opportunity to be able to serve. So, John, thank you for pulling the curtain back today. Yeah, that's what we have to do sometimes. And it, it helps us all grow, right? You grow, I grow, everybody grows. So, Keep being you. I think the key to your business is you, right? And and, and it's very authentic. So keep being authentic and um, excited to see where this goes next. All right. Well, thank, thanks again, John, for flipping the, the script today. And until next time, Onward and Upward. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. 
If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.